This is Steven. And this is Tracy. And this is the Just the Two of Us podcast. Welcome back. Just to let you know, you can find us on the following platforms. Podbean, SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and TuneIn. You can follow us on social media on Facebook at Just the Two of Us Podcast or on Twitter at JTTOU Podcast. You can follow us individually on Twitter. Follow Steven at N-I-P-S-E-Y, or you can follow me at T-R-A-Y-R-I-F-I-C. Ready? <laughs> yeah, you're <yeah>, ready. <laughs> <laughs> after that, after the long like that. intro, you made sure to enunciate every single one of those letters, too. You're like N-I-P-S-E-Y-T-R-A-Y-R-I-F-I-C. Thank you. Thank you for that. I appreciate it, and our listeners appreciate it. <laughs> Staring at you. (laughs) Whatever, man. (laughs) Hey, everybody. What's up? Welcome back. Yeah. And um, what's on the topic? uh, What's on the menu for today? We are talking insecure. Ain't that insecure? Insecure. Yes. Issa Rae's wonderful new show on HBO, Insecure. If you have not watched it, you should. Um, in fact, if you haven't watched it, you shouldn't be listening to this podcast <laughs> because we are about to spoil it for you. This is going to be a spoilerific recap of the show. So yes. if you have not watched all of Insecure, especially the season finale of Insecure, then mm-hmm. you probably should pause this, go to your device, whatever you do to watch stuff, watch it, and then come back and then unpause this podcast and listen. Yes, indeed. So we're going to jump right in and start talking about it because we have a whole long laundry list of things to talk about and this is probably going to be one of our little slightly longer podcasts maybe slightly over an hour so um grab a snack or you know sit back get comfy enjoy your commute if you're commuting or if you're chilling at home grab a snack whatever and get ready so let's go so first uh off is what did you think about the show steven Tell me. Oh, you're so excited to hear what (laughs) you want to know what my thoughts are on the show. Of course. I enjoyed the show. I thought it was good, Mm -hmm. Uh, especially uh, for it be uh, the first effort uh, of Issa Rae, who, you know, it's like hood famous in a way for for her YouTube YouTube web series, Awkward Bad Girl. So for this to be her first like network show, Mm -hmm. I thought it was pretty good. I enjoyed it. I I felt like the, the characters... Uh, ring true, um, you know, if not, you know, specifically with, you know, people I, I knew specifically, but more <laughs> so the, the archetypes of people and, mm-hmm. and, and I think the characters were true to themselves as well. It wasn't a situation where characters are really doing stuff that was out of, no pun intended, out of character mm-hmm. from what was like the baseline established character trait uh, of that person so right. I think the characters acted true to themselves they were true to the material um, it was funny uh, a lot of it was haha funny but it's not like a straight up laugh of laugh-a-thon you know mm-hmm. sitcom uh, you know I thought 
most of the acting performances were pretty good. Mm-hmm. It was also good that like a lot of the actors were, you know, for the most part, quote unquote, unknown actors. You know, don't don't have many credits to their to their name, and so it's nice that we get to see like fresh faces. Uh, I enjoyed that. It was a confident and assured first season. Uh, I I thought it was pretty consistent for the most part all the way through. So yeah, overall, I I, I really did enjoy it and and look forward to a uh, season two. Okay, awesome. Um, I also enjoyed it, and a lot of what you just said, I agree with. Um, yeah, one of the things that I really liked about it was the um, the cast and like you said, a lot of unknowns. But, you know, it's interesting like how when you watch a new show for the first time, sometimes you can watch a show and you just feel like the cast doesn't really like click or like you just feel like there's something awkward about it. And I, I can say that like this show felt like it's been on for years because like, I don't know, I felt like everybody just kind of gelled really mm-hmm. well with one another um but yeah i definitely um agree with everything you said like it was very consistent which i appreciated and um yeah, it was definitely funny a lot of funny and realistic moments which i appreciated um but yeah overall i really enjoyed the show and i definitely look forward to a second season but um we're going to talk a little bit more in depth about like the things we like and dislike so um we can just move on and Get into get into the weeds get of the into show. The weeds of the show. Um, so in the show, it was a lot of um, which was really interesting. It was a lot of relationships in this show. There were friendships and you know then romantic relationships. And um, we get to see Issa and her boyfriend Lawrence, um, their relationship and their whole dynamic. We get to see um, her friendship with uh, Issa's friendship with Molly, and then we get to see um, Molly's different relationships with the men that she's trying to date. And those were kind of like the main, I would say, relationships or pairings on the show. Um, We obviously get to see um, Molly and Issa's friends and how they, you know, interact with their little group of friends. Um, Lawrence, we didn't really get to see too much of him and his friends, Um, just little bits and pieces. I guess the last episode, you you saw more of that. Um, So, but anyway, like, yeah, so the show was kind of centered in my opinion, around these different, you know, relationships. Um, I don't know how you feel, but was there any particular, like, relationship, like, um, that stood out to you? Like, we could talk about, I don't know, Issa, if we want to talk about Issa and Lawrence first, or I don't know, whatever you want to talk about um, that jumps out at you. Relationship <laughs> that jumps out. Uh, well, I don't want to start with with, with Issa and Lawrence. Okay, I think we'll that's save a, that for last. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, a, that's, that's the one. joker right there. We're going to throw that one down <laughs> on the table. At the end, but um, <laughs> fair enough, yeah, okay. Uh, another interesting relationship, uh, <clears throat> I would say, you know what, I, I'll talk about uh, Molly and Jared, okay, and, yeah. You know, Jared was the guy she met who works at the rental car place, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, I, you know, it's funny because, like, I, 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 Jared was probably, you know, in a way, kind of like my favorite character on the show, really, hmm. uh, just because like he kept it. He kept it real. Like, he was a yeah. nice guy. He was interested in this woman. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she basically, you know, essentially just, she liked him too. She yeah. she was vibing off of him. They had some chemistry. But then she curved him because, <laughs> you know, he worked, you know, he wasn't part of their exclusive, bougie, mm-hmm. you know, black, you know, 
buppy group of of people who were you know highly educated and you know they went to college and they pledged and all that kind of stuff and and she you know pretty much like let her friends in a way and and their you know their attitudes and how they you know talked and, and spoke about jared mm-hmm. influenced her into like dumping him you yeah. know which is kind of unfortunate because you know she was someone who was having trouble finding a man um because apparently she wanted a man. I'm not saying every woman needs to have a man, but I mean that's the conceit of the show. Is like she wanted to be in a relationship with someone, right. and it's like she, you know, she curved this dude just because he worked at a rental car place. But it's like he was, a, he was, a, you know, she's an attorney working at a firm, uh, you know, presumably a white shoe, big top, top firm, mm-hmm. and it's like you know he was a good guy, and I, it's funny because you know she, when she came over to his place when he was. Um, when she was drunk after, you know, whatever, what, what that what was. was it that? Was after the Jadena? Jadena, yeah, yeah. It was the Jadena yeah, wed- like, wedding thing or some no, engagement party, something. The party, yeah, that yeah, they went to. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you know, he was like, why are you here? You know, you already dissed me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but he felt sorry for it because she was drunk. And, you know, obviously she was thinking, oh, I want to get in. And he's like, uh, no, you're sleeping on the couch. Right. And then the next morning, I like how he was, um, you know, he was kind of like, whatever you know to her mm-hmm. like you know he was like eating cereal and mm-hmm. you know i'm not here for your bs and it was just funny because then like you know eventually he like okay whatever i'm cool with you you know and they you know obviously get it in yeah but then i guess a few nights later a few weeks later whenever they they hook up again is when he drops that bomb on her how you know he yeah, had a, yeah. a same-sex experience a few years ago with one of his friends right and then she dissed him again and i'm right. like Ugh. <laughs> like this is a good dude, you know, and it's like, of course, it's that double standard because she she mentioned how she was like, she experimented <laughs> with one of her female friends at one point, right? And and I'm not saying like as something that you know as something for people to difficult for someone to get over, you yeah. know, just trying to like deal with a situation where like, oh well, he dealt with, you know, he was had a uh, an encounter with someone of the same sex, but he he said he tried it once at the as soon as it was over, he was like, this ain't for me, mm-hmm. and he's never done anything like it again. And it just seems like Molly is very shallow. Like, she's yeah, looking for the perfect for sure. relationship mm-hmm. and perfect man. And I just like how, you know, he didn't fall into that trap of, like, well, I'm still going to, like, pursue her or I'm mm-hmm. going to let her back in. Because after that, when, you know, after she dissed him in and she came back a second time trying to get back with him, and he was like, no. Yeah. He just, like, closed the door in her face. Yeah. And I, I, really, I really liked that about him. I liked how... That to me seemed more kind of like a, a real relationship in a sense, like the guy had pride, you know, and he's yeah. someone who's like, you know what, I may not be as, you know, highly educated as your friends or you, but, you know, I, I'm a human being. I'm not going to take this from you, you mm-hmm. know, and, and I really enjoyed that aspect. And it kind of also showed just how crappy a person Molly is, mm-hmm. not like, you know, not, you know, not to define her as a crappy person, but just more so in in that aspect like you can really see her flaws Flaw, in, yeah. in that relationship because she was she was pretty much sympathetic up until that point mm-hmm. you know especially with like how things were done with Jadena and how eager she was for this guy and you just felt sorry for her but then the way she treated jared just like made you think like crap like you're you are you've got your own issues and poor jared like he seemed like he was a good dude yeah i mean she like let him go because she was trying to date Jadena, and the whole thing with that I mean, moving on. Yeah, I totally agree with, like, what you said with her and Jared. And I like Jared, too. And I'm glad, like, the second time he didn't take her back. 
Um, <clears throat> but yeah, like moving on kind of into like her whole situation with Jadena, it was like, here she goes again, finding a good guy. And then it was kind of like, she was upset that was it he didn't want to like go to this engagement party or he was trying to be like hey i got something else to do you know like yeah, he it, wasn't like it wasn't just it was like she was just moving too quickly too fast and right. being, being clingy from the jump you right. know it's like because then she say something about him like oh i want you to you could probably keep a couple of things over here or something like that. Right. Some yeah, I forgot and about he's that. And like, yeah. slow down. Slow down. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, yeah, it was kind of interesting that, yeah, here, here she is again, like, kind of sabotaging again a relationship, and she doesn't even see anything wrong with it. In fact, she gets mad at him for acting the way he was, trying to take things slow. Um, and he tried to be a nice guy about yeah. it too, mm-hmm. you know, like at the engagement party where he told him he, he was a boyfriend. He was or whatever. A boyfriend. I yeah. mean, it wasn't a great move if he didn't feel that way, yeah. but his heart was in the right place. Right, where he, he knew how she felt and didn't want her to be embarrassed. Right. So I mean, he was trying, but yeah, she she was just being way too clingy. Yeah, way too clingy, way too soon. So yes, I agree um, with that. But yeah, in terms of, um, I was just lost my train of thought. Um, in terms of other relationships um, on the show, um, kind of an interesting relationship <laughs> you see Molly have with her, like, not Molly, I'm sorry, with Issa and her coworkers. I thought that was another kind of interesting dynamic, which mm-hmm. I didn't like care for too much in fact that was probably the least thing i liked on the show was anytime she had to go to work because you know <laughs> and maybe that's intentional because she, yeah. she felt the same way <laughs> yeah so maybe it made us feel like oh i hate your co-workers too i, I know yeah, and i think i did not enjoy it literally you know i guess it's the it's the premise of the show because it's called insecure but it's sometimes i just felt like with her it's like when she was dealing with her co-workers i'm like man up woman like yeah you know, yeah just speak up grow a yeah. pair like get some confidence some backbone because it was times where i'm like you are like you're being really really like sh- like uh what's it called um not um shrinking violet oh like, yeah, yeah right. she's like being like a shrinking violet mm-hmm. like many times and with her co-workers and i just felt like you, you could have stand up and like yeah, I'm not saying she had to be like, you know, a complete A-type personality, but I just right. felt like she just had no confidence right. whenever. I mean, because she would speak and then she would kind of just like trail off at the end and just kind of like, you know, whatever. <laughs> I know, it's so funny. And people would ask her like, you know, what's your idea? She said, well, I think we could do this. And then when she starts to lose her confidence, she was like, well, yeah. And then they just stopped talking. Yeah, which is really interesting because as uh, in her friendship, she's very much open and honest and you know she can speak her mind about whatever i mean it was just really interesting but it it is probably something that's very realistic yeah um because people are are like that you know you're with your friends you're cool you're comfortable at work maybe you're not so comfortable with the situation so i thought that was realistic but i i really disliked anytime she had to go to work or do anything with her coworkers. i'm just like 
why are they all so lame? <laughs> I mean, her one coworker that she worked with, um, you know, she was okay. I mean, she was. Tr- you mean the uh, the the one? Yeah, she was trying. Yeah, the girl like, that she did like the planning with the you know the events or whatever. Right, like yeah. she was trying. She wasn't as bad, but yeah, I didn't understand why everybody was just so bad. Uh, and I think I mean it's, I think it's wholly intentional. I mean, yeah. it's kind of trying to <laughs> give you a glimpse into what it's like to be. You know, like the only you know African American right. in like a a work workplace environment, yeah, especially where, that kind of workplace. That place where you're supposed to be working so with weird. underprivileged kids yeah. and things like that, where it's like in a way you're you're you are expected to be the voice of an entire race, right? Yeah. But then the other folks you work with are you know either completely clueless, clueless or yeah. apathetic to to things, and it's it's very difficult, you know, to be in that situation where. You know, because you know, throughout as throughout the show, she was trying to give the kids an experience that she thinks would make more sense, especially considering her her background. Like she thought, like she had a good idea for them to go to the beach because a lot of those kids have never been outside of you know, like mm-hmm. wherever they were, Inglewood or right. wherever they were. And you know, the other people were like, well, "Why would they do that? You know, why can't we just take them to I don't know where where they wanted to go?" But it's like, but like something like that is, for these kids meant a lot. You mm-hmm. know how Issa decided to have you know that charity uh, event right in, in Baldwin, Baldwin Hills, Hills. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and Oops. and I'm sure like it was intentional to show just how frustrating it could be in that environment where you know you're trying to use your expertise or your background mm-hmm. in that type of work but then the people who are in power and control don't listen to you and they think they mm-hmm. know what's best right i agree oh okay Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um moving on yeah i mean to isa and molly's friends what did you think about them and their like relationship with their their whole friendship. Well, yeah, I mean, it was interesting. The first time we saw them was probably like, I don't know, maybe episode three, I think, mm-hmm. where uh, you know, Molly and Issa go to like a party and then they, she meets with Kelly mm-hmm. and um, Tiffany. Tiffany and Tiffany's husband. Mm-hmm. And you get the vibe straight up that they're straight like bougie. bougie. You yeah, know, they're straight up. You know, they went to college. They, they, they pledged. Uh, they're, mm-hmm. you know, they're a certain professionals of certain income class and in the way they they talked about people like they're still like in a way they're still black folks mm-hmm. you know there was nothing about them that screamed like they're they weren't proud of their heritage or weren't black but on the other hand they did seem a bit bougie yeah and it's funny because you know Issa seemed out of place with them and that they were really that bougie. Yeah, She's not she was kind of like the least... The least bougie. bougie. I mean, you saw what she And lived. maybe even Kelly, too. Because she didn't seem as bougie as she, Kelly wasn't as bougie, but she someone came off... Yeah, she was as a little self-centered. So, yeah. I mean, they, they, they hit on that hard in the season finale, but I think they also hit on it in that first scene, the first episode they were in. They, they kind of... She came across as being self-centered. I forgot mm-hmm. what the dialogue was, but that kind of happened as well. Mm-hmm. So it was interesting because we, I think, you know, us being young black professionals who went to, you know, uh, PWI, mm-hmm. uh, top ranked PWI, go blue, that <laughs> we can relate to those people and those, yeah. those archetypes. You know, it's like we know people like that. We've met people like that. We've been to parties and networking events with people like that. So it was, yeah. <laughs> it was really interesting where... Yeah, you know, we we met folks like that, and I mm-hmm. and I and I appreciate one thing. I appreciate about the show, and you know, just going back to the overall, how 
the show talks about a lot of things and, and shows characters and situations that isn't normally talked about mm-hmm. on television when it comes to like, you know, the black experience. Right. You know, you don't you don't really see that. Like I don't mm-hmm. I don't see those kinds of characters portrayed in a three D way that like their friends were portrayed mm-hmm. in, in other shows. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's very very interesting. If they do show them, it's gonna be something that's very um broad and one-dimensional just thinking uh, this just popped into my mind and, and i didn't think this through but you know braxton from like the jamie fox show uh-huh, you know how right. braxton was yeah and it was like cartoonish you know yeah, it's just it was a broad over the top yeah over the top camera and it's like you know those characters that are in, in insecure they're more nuanced and more three-dimensional more like real people yeah they're bougie but they're not braxton bougie so mm-hmm. i appreciated that yeah no, I agree. I think, um, yeah, I actually like that. I like that they came from that walk of life. Like, yeah, because we don't get to see enough of that on TV. Um, we are kind of seeing a little bit of that now on Blackish, but not in that kind of like, I'm better than you. <laughs> um, you know, like Tiffany totally gave off that, like, I'm better than people vibe. Right, yeah. But yeah, like, you don't see that. Um, you don't see that on TV at all. And you definitely don't see those types of conversations that they had together on TV. So this was very nice. And, you know, I don't I don't know. Hopefully uh, black people can appreciate it. But certainly people who have gone to college can appreciate it. Because like you said, we've all kind of, you know, who everybody who's gone to college has probably like experienced those people at some point in time. Um, whether they actually have friends who are like that or they've just seen people <laughs> like that. They know of people like that. So, yeah, I think that um, was nice to see that. And I felt that was um, maybe a tiny bit on the stereotypical side, but also, you know, realistic, too, um, which um, I'll get into later, though, um, as part of my likes and dislikes about the show. But um, overall, I do. I did like the dynamic between the friends and I really liked seeing I wish we could have like I said I wish we could have saw Lawrence with his friends a little bit more um and I like that they had the girls at the end of the show get together and so you really got to see more of their dynamic but going forward hopefully we get to see Lawrence and and his friends too um depending on what they do with the right, show right, next how, season how things shake out uh, yeah we don't know but yeah so it was it was nice to see like that dynamic um and what was another one I was going to talk about? Um, well, what about Issa and Molly? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Duh. The biggest <laughs> one. Um, their friendship was very realistic to me. I did like their friendship a lot. And I felt like there was a lot of um, truth to it. I mean, I know like Issa Rae talked about like Molly is like basically her best friend in real life. Like and were you watching that with me? Nope. I was watching something, but they were talking about, like, basically, Molly is, her character is her best friend. Like, that's her best friend in real life. And she was so saying how... her best how, friend like, Jill Marie Jones well, also? I don't know about <laughs> looks, but basically, like, um, or maybe I was reading something online, but basically, Molly and uh, Issa's real best friend met in life, and... Um, Molly was like, well, did Issa do a good job? And she was like, yeah, you're on point. Like, so that was really interesting um, to read that. But yeah, their friendship was really real. And um, it was 
definitely, you know, interesting to see that. And it kind of made me think of like, yeah, I think a lot of people can probably relate to the two of them because I'm, I'm sure there are many women out there who have a friend like Molly or a friend like Issa and they talk the way they talk, you know? So I liked their relationship, um, a lot. So that was authentic to you because I'm not privy to the conversations of women <laughs> when they're amongst themselves. You're not. No, <laughs> so so that that relationship rang true to you though. The way they talk to yeah, each other. Yeah, I feel like I talk like that to my with my best friend. So like okay. yeah, yeah. I'm like no, 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 no. I mean like definitely. Like I thought it was it was very realistic and yeah. I think a lot of people probably related to the two of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's good. What did you think of? With Issa and Molly, like, what did you think of, well, <clears throat> was Issa unfair to Molly with respect to, you know, when, when Issa, you know, Issa, you know, told her, suggested, <laughs> implied mm-hmm. that Molly could use some therapy. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. And then when things spoiled over in the argument over that, when she said, you know, that's why you can't keep a man. Yeah. <laughs> like, was, was, was Issa right? I mean, I mean, was she was she in the wrong there? You know. Well, I know. I think one of the hallmarks of a good friendship, girlfriends, should be that you can tell your girl or your guy, whatever your boy, you can tell each other the truth. Like, and if you've been friends for a very long time, like you should be able to tell each other the truth about whatever, and and you should and and when I say this, I don't ever mean say it whatever it is in a in a in like a bad way or a nasty way like i mean you should be able to communicate with your friend in a way where they'll understand like you shouldn't have to sugarcoat things you should be able to just say like look this is what i think i'm gonna tell you the truth like you can take it or leave it or whatever so i mean that's how i am with my friends like i'm not trying to sugarcoat anything we've been friends for 20 plus years or something like that like i'm gonna tell you the truth but with them i didn't I don't know that scenario where you know Molly gets mad that Issa tells her the truth. It was kind of played to me. Like I feel like I've seen that on TV. Like I expected Molly to get upset because that's typically what shows do when you have two friends and somebody tells one the truth about something. Yeah, that and, was... you know, there's a gonna be there's gonna be a fight and somebody's gonna blow up. So that I was kind of disappointed in, but you know. It was kind of what I suppose had to happen so that we could have this later scene where they make up and they are cool again. Um, you know, that is just kind of what TV shows do because we want to have that nice moment. But I, I, I don't know. I'm kind of like over that. So I didn't really love that moment, but I expected it and, you know... It is what it is. That's how I felt about it. Yeah, that that to me was probably the one one scene or one moment in a show that was most like a standard, you mm-hmm. know, sitcom trope. Right. You know, it's like right. they they're arguing, then one person says something, you know, that mm-hmm. you know, you know you see coming from a mile away. Yeah. It's like she's gonna say it, she's gonna say it, and then boom, mm-hmm. it's gonna be the one moment that's like, all right. I'm done with you, and they walk away, and then they're mad at each other. Mm-hmm. So that was like, you know, that was also that was a little disappointing, just because we've seen that before. And considering most of the other, you know, things that happened in the show weren't typical sitcom tropes, in, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So that that was yeah. a little disappointing. Yeah. 
So yeah, with the unfair, like was she unfair? Like was it unfair? I mean, I mean, she was right. She kept it real. I mean, she and, was yeah. right. I mean, of course, she probably could have, you know, been more delicate with De- yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. And, Set and, it at a different time. Right. Because it was kind of like, Set. they were setting up for that party. Well, that was right? at the end of the party. Like, okay. But yeah, yeah, that was at the end. Well, when they had the discussion, but they were trying to set up when she mentioned the therapy part. Right. Right. Yeah. Or whatever. So it was like definitely not the right time. Yeah. Place. But it's like... Yeah, well, but I can't say that Issa was wrong though. I mean, no, it's I don't like, think she was wrong. I mean, either. Molly obviously has trouble, you know, yeah. with with men, and you know, just like Issa says, like, you know, either he's too clingy, or he's not clingy enough, or he's too this, or he's too that, or he's not enough this, and there always seemed to be some issue with Molly, and and, mm-hmm. and what we gathered in a few men that she dated during the show, and also from what we gathered in, you know, her discussions with Issa about dating life, how. There was always something wrong with the man. Right. And then, like, you know, Molly just needs to be more introspective and just mm-hmm. say, okay, what's wrong with me? Like, what is right. the... If the men keep, keep changing, what is, like, the one constant that's resulting in me not mm-hmm. <laughs> not getting what I want, you know, out, out of this, yeah. this situation, this dating life? And it's like, she's the one constant. So it's like, you know, you have to look at, okay, what's wrong with me? Not... Because... You know, there's something wrong with you because there's something wrong with everyone. Mm-hmm. We're, we're not perfect. So you have to just think, look at, okay, what, what can I do that's mm-hmm. better? What can I do to improve myself to make my situation better and so I can get out of dating what I want to get out of it? Yeah. Um, when you get into, if you want to get deep into the show, I think a lot of things that were written in the show, a lot of themes, a lot of the talks and and the conversations, whatever, um, were were taking a look at what people have experienced in real life like I definitely know that with Molly like there are women out there who keep having problems finding men and especially like in the world of black women I mean how many articles have people written about like why black women women are having a hard time finding you know a man or getting married or all these things they're so I mean people are just like obsessed with it um so I think, you know, it was maybe a stab at, at that whole, like, hey, like, this is something we talk about because there are definitely women out there who do have a hard time dating and they're dating and they're meeting people and they're not finding somebody. So this, you know, they had a character that, you know, basically spoke to that. And, a lot, and there were other characters, too, that, you know, or other situations throughout the show when I just really thought about it, I was like, yeah, they're really pulling out a lot of things that, like, really happen in real life which is why I think the show is so great and so relatable because I felt like a lot of that was like real life stuff so mm-hmm. yeah I mean because we can talk about maybe we should go ahead and talk about Issa and Lawrence at this point or did you want to talk about oh we could talk about okay. Issa and Lawrence okay <laughs> we can talk about my, them. my man Lawrence yeah I mean just starting from the jump you know a man didn't have a job and stuff and he's trying to find a job and she's kind of like I don't know. I didn't feel like she was necessarily like beating him down, like find a job, but she clearly was like, man, get a job. Like right. what, what's yeah. up with you getting a job? <laughs> She's clearly frustrated about it, which again, um, as I was just saying, you know, that's definitely real in the streets, you know, um, with people. Um, but yeah, like just a lot of the stuff that they went through as a couple, you know, him not working and him trying to get, you know, get a job and feeling, I'm sure he felt less than and felt in, inadequate and, yeah. 
you know, all these things. And that leads Issa to kind of start looking elsewhere, you know, at... Well, before we, go, before well, we go there. Yeah, 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 go ahead. Let's go back to them getting a job. Like, yes, he, yeah. he, of course, he, he, you know, she wanted him to get a job because right. obviously it's better with two incomes. But it wasn't like he wasn't trying. trying. Right. I mean, the show started off with him going on interviews. He was going right. to, yeah, he, he was going to the recruiter, the headhunter, to try to you know, get leads on jobs mm-hmm. and interviews. And he's going on interviews and they're just not working out for him. So it's not like he's yeah. just sitting at home doing nothing. Right. He no. is trying. I mean, he's trying to get something in his field, something that he has experience or presumably education in. So he wasn't just a bum sitting at home, you know, eating cornflakes every day. I didn't want to imply that he wasn't. Oh, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. But that's kind of where Issa kind of missed, I think, with him. He was trying. We as an audience saw that. Mm. You don't think we saw that? No, we did. You and I did. But based on what I saw on oh. online, oh, people felt otherwise. That he wasn't yeah, trying I mean, different. Yeah, I mean, I'm all over the internet. I yeah, message boards and and oh, Twitter and things okay. like that. Just, I mean, yeah, most people did get that, but a yeah. lot of people didn't get like I guess didn't give him any credit for that. You know, it's oh, like, okay. yeah, yeah, you know, he's he's going on interviews, but still he still doesn't have a job. So it's like whatever. So I feel like a lot of people, like, they knew that he was trying, but it, it just didn't matter to them. You know what? <laughs> the fact that he just didn't have a but job. But I'll say this. I will say to 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 those people who kind of felt like that, I, I would say that maybe the show, and maybe this was on purpose, I don't, you know, you don't know, but maybe the show didn't do a really good job at, like, showing that because there were times where... I could see how you could forget that he was doing that, that they were, sh- that they were actually showing those moments where he was like, you know, in the headhunter's office and he was going on these interviews. I mean, I clearly remember them, but yeah. I could also see how as an audience, you could kind of forget about those moments because we're so focused on Issa. And then it kind of felt like in the beginning, at least with the first few episodes, you know, clearly before he got the, um, Best Buy job, it kind of felt like she just kept coming home and he's just there. And you know what I'm saying? Like, I felt like it would it would be kind of easy to forget that he was doing all that stuff based on how the show kept focusing on. I mean, the show was focusing on a lot of different things. Um, So you could kind of maybe gloss over that. I can see it. But I mean, I didn't. I I think also some people, I guess also people are just hack and people who did understand he was going to interviews. But we're just concerned that, like, well, he should have, you know, swallowed his pride and, like, taken, like, the best buy type of job earlier. Because he was trying hard, obviously, to get something in his field. Mm -hmm. And he could have easily just taken some retail job or a job, you know, at Mm -hmm. a restaurant or something like that just so that for them to have money. So some people, I guess, you know, I got the vibe um, that some people may have been like, well, he should have done that earlier. You know, it's like that's why he's, you know, he was a bum. Um, but it's like he wanted to do what he he wanted to do, and yeah. like, I can't fault a man for that. It's like look yeah. at Issa; she was working at a job that she clearly did not like. So now you want yeah. him to work at a job that he doesn't yeah. like, too. Right. So both of these two can work at jobs they don't like. Like that's that's not fun. But did this show ever establish how long he had been unemployed? I don't, I don't know. Remember. I don't think so. Like, and I, I mean, you I got was, the feel it was a while, right? I was trying but. to think back to it, but I couldn't. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we know they're in a, in a long term relationship, and I don't know if they referenced how long, if they ever said how many years they were together and how long. I don't think it was a few years. Right. I feel like but, it was a yeah. few years, but yeah, I don't. I don't really know. You know how long he's unemployed. I mean, he was still at 
he was still collecting an unemployment check because he was going to yeah. the bank to deposit it. So. Right, right, right. So it hadn't been, so it couldn't have been longer than a year. <laughs> I would yeah, say that. I mean, it shouldn't have probably <laughs> been longer than a year, year and a half at the most yeah. if, he, if he was still getting an unemployment check. Yeah, but yeah, definitely the man was doing what he, he was trying to do. And it's just hard out there. Um, to just keep looking and not getting anywhere. And and that's what, and he shared that frustration too. I mean, if people remember from like, I think the first episode or second that he was like, you know, getting frustrated that he would get these interviews and then like no calls or whatever, or, you know, whatever he was, you know, expressing that to the headhunter at one point. But um, yeah, going uh, forward though with them. So yeah, they had that dynamic and and that like I said that was very realistic to you know have this couple and they're dealing with this struggle but then it leads you know both of them to eventually seek you know other people um because they aren't happy well I don't know if it leads them to like I think in Issa's case definitely with um mm-hmm. <clears throat> oh with Daniel or as someone referred to on Twitter, uh, dolphin teeth. And <laughs> the dude does kind of have like a dolphin look about his face when you think about him. I, I guess some of you women think he's hot. But when I look at that dude, I'm like, he's Jason Derulo with dolphin teeth. <laughs> dolphin teeth. Like he, he has an interesting look about him. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> I but thought, yeah. well, you know, I thought every single dude on that show looked alike. Well, which is weird because none like, of them did. Like, no, J- Jared, like they all have beards, and I'm like, who is who? But they, they got different hues. Like, 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 dolphin teeth was like darker, <laughs> you know. Lawrence looks just like Daniel. Oh my goodness, he looks Ed, nothing like Daniel. They, why would you think he looks like Daniel? They are like the same guy. No, they're not. I was like, why is she interested in a guy that looks just like her boyfriend? They do not. Well, that's <laughs> her type, maybe. <laughs> But he, no, they both were very brown skinned. Okay, Lawrence maybe was nearly as brown as, as dolphin okay, teeth. Okay, but still, both had beards. I mean, I was getting confused. Sorry, I I'm, can't believe you're getting confused. Like you're gonna have to go back and look at pictures of those dudes because those dudes look nothing. I'm like. sure if you said look- if you said Jared and then and Lawrence's friend from like the strip club looked alike, then I would go with you on that because they do kind of look alike. Who? Jared and you know his friend that he went to the strip club with the the one Chad. Guy- well, I don't know what his name was, man. Ludacris Jr., whatever his name was. <laughs> the guy who, they were so on the balcony talking. Like, you think he looks like Ludacris, and I don't think he looks like Ludacris. But he looks more like Ludacris than like... Daniel looks like Lawrence. Like, <laughs> come on. Come on. For real, though. But that's not, regardless of that, um, yeah, I think she was the one who started off searching for someone first because she was the one who was frustrated with the relationship. Like, well, Lawrence, yeah, for, for Lawrence sure. was cool with the relationship. And uh, unfortunately, he was a little bit oblivious, but she was the one who, you know, ran into Daniel, thought back to like how much fun they had in high school, how cool they were, how they had, um, <clears throat> you know, they, they would do, you know, they were rap together and, you know, do, do this whole hip hop thing together. So that, you know, you know, made her think, you know, she wants that old thing back, you know, <laughs> and it's. And that was kind of the first thing, you know, it's like yeah. when, for Daniel, like he met. You know, homegirl. She works at the bank, so he met her when he was, you know, would mm-hmm. cash his check. Yeah. But he wasn't checking for her like that in the least. No, bit. he wasn't. He was not. Like he I'm was saying, completely oblivious. She I was, was trying to say eventually their relationships, their the relationship that they had, it was not to their liking, and it led it eventually led to them 
going elsewhere. Yeah, but he went elsewhere in the last I two went, minutes of the last episode, though. It wasn't like... He, I said was, eventually. <laughs> okay, eventually. Jeez. Yeah, but she cheated on him like four, five episodes in. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, he only did that after, basically, he realized this relationship is like doomed, you know? She was the one who kind of started off and kind of got the ball rolling in that sense. Like, no matter how many times the woman from the bank was thrown at him, when she would had lunch with him at the food court, and then she was like, ooh, you designed apps? And she was giving him all that positive affirmation. <laughs> when she saw him at Best Buy, like, she didn't have to go to Best Buy. There was no reason for her to go to Best Buy. Why was she going to Best Buy? She wasn't buying no TV. She was trying to throw it at Lawrence. She knew that he was working at Best Buy, and she went in there with her tightest jeans and her smallest top, and she said, let me go throw it at this Lawrence dude. And then even when he said, I have a girlfriend, and he finally, the light bulb finally went off in his head. And that's the problem with men, because that happens to me too. It's happened to me my entire life. We never know. We're oblivious. <laughs> you women, because you women are so subtle with it, so subtle, and it's very frustrating. <laughs> and, and Lawrence didn't know until that very moment when she finally, like, yeah, the, the light bulb finally went off. And he's like, oh. And even then, he wasn't like, Oh, let me go holla at this chick. He said, no, I got a girlfriend. Like, we're together. We're going through a rough patch. But, hey, it's cool. And that's all it was for him. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, in, in any event, back to, you know, Laura, uh, you know you, you're talking about Daniel. And, mm-hmm. and, I mean, what do you have to say about that? Like, what? What do you have to say about Molly cheating? I mean, Issa cheating on Lawrence with I mean, Daniel. she shouldn't have done it. I don't have anything else to say. Like, she shouldn't have done it. She should have broke up with Lawrence like she had tried to or wanted to or whatever. But see, and that goes back to her not having, like, a spine or backbone (laughs) to do anything like that. She could even break up with the poor guy. Goes back to the title of the show. She's insecure, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, no, she totally should not have cheated on him. Like, I'm, that's, that was just dumb. Yeah, and then, like. Yeah, she should just told Daniel straight up, like, nah, she can't do this because she has a man and whatever. But, yeah, you know, they had to do that because then we wouldn't have a show. <laughs> right, exactly. So, like, these things have that. And that's, and then it's, like, going back to kind of, like, okay, the show's very realistic, yes, but then, like, that was another thing that was kind of, like, okay, we saw that coming. We all saw that coming. Um because if those types of things don't happen, we, we won't have a show. Yeah, you need That's conflict. not interesting. Yeah, yeah, you have to have conflict, um, which it just was something that we hadn't seen before. I don't know what we could have done, but, like, yeah, I wish, um, yeah, we didn't have that sort of, like, all right, I'm going to cheat on my boyfriend. I know I shouldn't. And I keep putting myself in these situations where I'm, like, feeling, his, feeling this guy and, you know, I'm kind of, uh, you know, blah about my boyfriend because whatever. Yeah, I wish we hadn't done that, or I wish they hadn't done that. But we, you know, we wouldn't have a show if they if they yeah. if they didn't. So yeah, I didn't care for that because you knew it was coming. But um, what I did like that you know Lawrence found out eventually, and he went off, and he was upset, and he was like, "Peace out." I know, and then to me that was like that was in a way my favorite scene, only because it really rung true Mm -hmm. to me like i've never been in that situation on either side Mm -hmm. but the performances from them and the way that 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 scene was played out like that felt authentic like it wasn't like 
did. He wasn't like some over the top like, okay, I'm gonna like, you know, I'm gonna slap you. <laughs> you know, you know, yeah. you know how the shows yeah. like, you know, it'd be like, oh, he slapped me. It wasn't anything like that. It was more like he was really mad. He like kicked the table over or something like that. Yeah. And she's like standing in front of the door like, please don't go, please don't go. Mm-hmm. He was like, move, move, mm-hmm. move, move. Right, right. He's not going to hit her. Like, yeah. You know, and and. You know, I think with most people in those situations, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't rise to the level of like domestic abuse. Right, right, Obviously, right. it does in some cases, but I think most times it doesn't. So it it, it felt true. It was like, yeah. you know what, you you know, I'm not going to hit you, and I know that I'm not going to hit you. But please, just move out the way. Right. This is just just move because it doesn't make any sense for you to be blocking the door. And it, right. it felt really true to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it was a really good scene. And then, yeah, I mean, and he and he left, and he was, yeah, he was like. I'm out. I'm done. Like this is this is messed yeah, up. Yeah, because you know what? Because uh, like I said, for him, like he didn't think the relationship was, you know, that bad. I mean, I guess he, he like I said, he was oblivious, mm-hmm. and I, his biggest his biggest sin in that relationship, in my opinion, was his complacency and him about not, what with the his complacency with the relationship and not realizing that she wasn't happy and mm-hmm. you know things needed to change and how. You could see when they did the one episode where they showed the montage of when they first moved in and they first got their mm. couch and they showed them, you know, how energetic they were they sitting on the couch. They were having fun. They were both doing stuff for the computer. They were, you know, they were making out. They were Netflix and chilling and all that. And then how, like, you know, it progressed in that little montage to them, like, being more and more distant and just kind of like, whatever, we're just hanging out on the couch. And, you know, his complacency is what, you know, was the issue. Like, he forgot her birthday, you know, Mm -hmm. or he didn't have anything planned for a birthday or something like that. But it's like, once he was called out on it and once he realized, like, oh, crap, like, I'm not pulling my weight in this relationship. I need to do something. He, like, stepped up and put forth a better effort. And then when that happened, you know, when she cheated on him with Daniel, that was after he had already, like, Started making moves and being more, you know, taking a spy job. Um, Jog my memory. What did happen that he he like woke up about it? Like what happened? Like well, I mean, I think it's a, they just had a conversation. I don't think it was like an aha moment. I mean, they just, they they talked about, you know, and I, you know, maybe misremembering this, but uh, you know, at one point he decided, okay, I have to take this best buy job, you know, and you know, I think she said something. Well. Because I think it was when she disappeared. When she disappeared for three days. Yeah, and then you know? she came back, and they kind of yeah you know, they did talk about it, and and I think like he kind of like I don't know. Like I don't think you know I don't remember. You know, full disclosure, I don't remember if it was like a specific like aha moment, but I do remember getting a sense that like he like started to you know act better, so to speak. You know, it wasn't because yeah. at the beginning of the show he was kind of just sitting around in his shorts eating cereal yeah. on the couch, you know, as a, and then it got to the point where you saw more of him, like, you know, making dinner and doing things like, you know, uh, got the best buy job and mm-hmm. talking about his app. And so I, I, I feel like he did put forth more of an effort. Yeah. I mean, I think maybe after that, yeah, it was after the, like, she didn't come home or whatever. Yeah. Cause then she felt guilty. Cause then he's like, do, oh yeah. Cause then he helped her with the YouTube thing. Oh yeah, well, well, like, well, but, but Daniel, who like 
you know, pretty much out of her to her class, like yeah. got her in trouble because, you know, he said she was a rapper and they looked her up on, on, right. on YouTube. Right. Yeah. Like Dan uh, Lawrence Lawrence helped her, helped like, her get her off the yeah, thing. You know, so he's yeah. like a good guy. He's like, she like, yeah, that was because she realized like, oh, okay. You know, like he's, he's a good guy or whatever. And he's trying to help. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, then the big finale so or back to the big finale like yeah so he basically leaves <laughs> like yeah i mean well because you know the season finale is done he leaves and he well he had a, he, he got that suspicion when like he was getting the texts right well, he, he saw, saw that he one sort of saw that one text mm-hmm. you know from like daniel when when isa was like ignoring daniel like ignum and yeah. like and then he put two and two together when they were at the charity function right, and he saw, and he yeah. saw that guy yeah. talking to now, her now pause about that like i didn't like that you know like how daniel just showed up like i didn't that, like that i didn't like how you showed up to her job before like oh yeah dude, that too See, that's what i'm saying daniel is like i didn't feel like you know he's what the kids call an f-boy like that's yeah. what Daniel was. But he didn't give off those kind of vibes, which that's why it kind of made it made no sense. Yeah, like I, I feel like with with him, like he wasn't a good like he, I mean, he seemed like a good guy, but he was also like an a-hole. Like, I mean, he showed up at her job. Uh I first of all, he the first time he showed up at her job wearing like this workout clothes. Basically, no <laughs> one she already said she had like a boyfriend or something, and he was trying to like get at her. Then he showed up at the job the other time when she was ignoring him. Um like and then he showed up at the charity event. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yo, dude, why are you showing up at this charity event? Like you yeah, just like, want some drama to terrible. happen. That was that was wrong. Yeah, I didn't understand why he showed up there, but yeah, I forgot he like came to her job and yeah, I mean, but, you know, the first time he came to her job, though, like, I didn't mind that because she had already been ignoring him and ignoring his calls. And, um, but did she not I mean, tell him she say, had a boyfriend? Did she say that when they were in the car together? Well, yeah. Okay, so that's, that's see, the explanation like, of why she was ignoring his calls. He shouldn't have pursued it any further. He knows no, why she was she, ignoring like, him. She, like, ignored him after they had sex, though. Yeah, and she ignored him then. And yeah. she should have said, look. This was wrong. I shouldn't have done it. Well, yeah, I don't the, think she had oh, that moment. Oh yeah, right? this just this just comp- compounds all you know the, the all the problems with her and the mistakes she's made. Mm-hmm. In, you know, in the eight episodes of this <laughs> show, like she should have nipped it in the bud with her going back being insecure and not having the you know having a backbone. When she should have told Daniel like yeah. straight up, I'm sorry, it was a mistake. Right? No, she just kept ignoring him, ignoring him, and ignoring then finally, him. once he confronts her in person, is like when she says that. But right? see, but. Yeah, first time like at her job, did she like? Did she come clean and say like we should like we shouldn't have done this? I don't I don't know. Can't remember, but we know she said it at the the yeah. She said you just an itch that I needed scratching, Scratching, right? But like, but this is it was wrong for him to show up to that charity event. That's like yeah, that was wrong. That was was messy. And then yeah, Lawrence saw him and 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 Lisa talking, and then like he put two and two together. Yeah, (laughs) he's like, wait a minute, this the dude? Yeah. Do you blame him though for leaving? Who, Lawrence? Lawrence? Heck no, man. <laughs> I'm on that Lawrence Hive 110%, baby. Lawrence is the man. Like Lawrence, you know, said, you know what? I am out. Like, I mean, you have to think about it like this. I don't see how you can't see these two guys look alike. Dude. They... Okay, yeah, he's a little bit lighter. I'm sorry. I'm looking on my phone at pictures of okay, Lawrence what, and Daniel. <laughs> what's, what's Daniel's name? I don't know. Okay, well, Lawrence's name is... Um, 
you know, Jay Ellis. And yeah. So you can look up Jay Ellis. Lauren, Daniel is played by Yolan Noel. Those dudes look nothing alike. So Google Yolan Noel <laughs> and, and Jay Ellis. And you will see that those dudes look nothing alike. But you know, on this show, though, like, see, even in this picture, like, Lawrence looks darker. See, like, when yeah, you look but at those but, other but pictures, that, but that's like, the lighting, though. It's so. The light. so that's why I think they look alike, because they look the same. They I'm, both have beards. Look, I'm not going to argue that point with you anymore. <laughs> I'm going to get back to okay, we're off topic. talking right about back. my man, Lawrence. And it's a situation where, you know, he was doing his best with his girl, loved her, been together, long-term relationship, they're living together. But, you know, he didn't feel appreciated. Like, she was trying to get him to, you know, in his mind, take him off his dream of developing this app, mm -hmm. get him to work at freaking Best Buy, where he's clearly overqualified to work at Best Buy. <laughs> right. But he meets a woman who was very nice to him, very mm -hmm. nice and, and friendly. Mm -hmm. And she's, you know, she's the one who was impressed when he said he was working on an app. She was like, oh, really? And then she wanted to know more about it. She said, oh, you should really do that. You should work <laughs> on that. And, you know, and that's what happens. You you meet a woman who's very nice and friendly. You keep thinking, oh, okay. And it, and, it, and Lawrence felt appreciated. And, yeah. and then once, he, you know, once he found out that Issa cheated on him, like oh, that was like, wrong. that was all he needed to move on, you know, but he was still struggling with it because he didn't want to go. So he did a cool, he did a requisite cooling off period when yeah. he went to go stay at, at chad's place for a few days mm -hmm. and you know they went to the to the club that night and you know he thought about like you know hooking up with one of those <laughs> <laughs> one of those uh shoe models that were working at the establishment for but she offered a price and he was like i'm not about to pay for this but is that what you call them shoe models but they, they pretty much model shoes that's what they do <laughs> so and I think, yeah, and I don't think he had any real intention of, like, leaving and going with Tasha when he spoke to Issa on the phone. Like, mm -hmm. I think he was fully intending to, like, okay, we're going to, uh, you know, we're gonna you come back after the weekend. We're going to talk. You know, we're going to try to figure things out. But once he got back to that apartment and, and looked, he around, looked around, and he looked around, and he was just thinking, it just brought back the memories. It made him think, you know what? I, I don't want this. Like, this mm -hmm. isn't what I want. So, yeah, at that point, he's like... Peace out, and was over. Next thing you know, over at Tasha's place, getting it in. Now, do you think he should have went that far? Yes. You do. Why did he need to do that? I'm just asking questions. Because he had an itch that needed to be scratched. I mean, it's like. Don't you think though the way that girl was giving it, like giving him the whole like you know trying to toss it, that she is gonna want more though. Well, he's probably willing to give more. Like I said, she was she was friendly, appreciative. She was interested in him. She was encouraging him. She was giving that positive reinforcement that at the time he wasn't getting from Issa. So hmm. who's to say he? It's not going to go more than that. Like it's not going to go beyond that. Like for Issa, it obviously was a slam bam, thank you, ma'am thing with Daniel on the floor of the studio. But for him, like, he had already established in his mind, like, wow, this woman appreciates me. You know, I've gotten had nothing but grief with Issa the last few weeks or however long the timeline is. And he's mm -hmm. thinking, let me go over here. I mean, it was basically, 
we don't know what's going to happen beyond this. Like, he could, like, you know, be hooking up with her, and then the next scene is, like, they're chilling there in the morning making breakfast and just making googly eyes at each other, and they're, like, <laughs> then they go on a picnic later on that afternoon. So it, so it could be, like, a real thing with him where he's looking for more than just, you know, hitting that, you know? Maybe. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't blame him one bit. Because they were, essentially broken up. I mean, she disappeared for three days on him. You know what I'm saying? She disappeared for three days. Mm-hmm. She cheated on him with a dude who had the audacity, the gall, to show up at a charity event that he was there <laughs> with. You know what I'm saying? Like, and he, like, you know, he kind of, in a way, he snapped, you know? Yeah. And plus, did you see Tasha? I mean, are your eyes broke? And they might be because you think Daniel and, and Lawrence look like. <laughs> but do your eyes work properly? Have you seen Tasha? I mean, how can you be mad at my man Lawrence? I mean, Tasha was like top notch. She was like, she was a dime, as the kids say. I'll let you tell it. <laughs> so, you know, you won't admit that she was a, I'll a, just let you a tell very it. attractive woman. I'll just let you tell it all. Well, she was a very attractive woman, and I can't <laughs> say that I I am mad at Lawrence in that situation. They are broken up. Issa was in Malibu with her girl, with her bougie girlfriends. Whatever, man. He He made a decision that was right for him, and I'm not mad at him. All right. What do you think? I mean, what, think about what? What I what what I just said. What do you no, think? No, I mean, I what mean, about Lawrence hooking up a girl? She um paid the price of what she did. Issa paid the price of what she did. It was not. It was not. You know. Well, him hooking up with her. I'm like, yeah. I'm. I was cool with him leaving. Him hooking up with her. I. Okay, so so what did she he she did that he just should have left and then joined a monastery and become a monk. I mean, what what is he supposed Why to do? Why can't he just leave? Okay, but leave and then what? And then what? Why do you have to have a and then what? Why can't he just leave and just we know as an audience that he's left the relationship and that be it? Why we have to see him banging some other chick? That wasn't like necessary. Because because it adds drama. No, no, not because it just adds drama. No, it does. No, because 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 it's the culmination of his arc for this season. That's how his arc went. His arc ended with him ending with Tasha. That's how the arc went. So (laughs) why couldn't it just end with him moving out? Because. That was that was no, dramatic because, enough. No, that wasn't that wasn't dramatic enough because Why? then we had, to see, did, no. we had to see him be happy for a change. <laughs> did you see the smile on that man's face? <laughs> Dude had the biggest grin. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Steven is a little bit crazy right now. Dude, did you see the smile on his face? That's what I'm saying. My point is you have he to He wasn't really like smiling per se. He was kinda in the middle of an act, so like, do you really smile when you do it? You know? I knew he was smiling. You could tell. His heart was smiling because he was so happy. His heart was bursting with joy. Oh, my gosh. So, but it was, a, it was showing that, like, okay, he left. Then what? Like, like we, don't, we still don't know what happened to Daniel. It's one of those, like, you know, walking dead, who didn't even hit with the bad things. Like, You mean Daniel? No, Delores. Yeah, we don't, like, Lawrence. your whole thing is, like, well, we just need to, why can't he just leave? But no, like, I want to see... What happened to him when he left? Like, okay, he left, but like, okay, well, did he get with homegirl? Did he just go move in with Chad? You know, did he go back and live with his moms? Like, I, I'm, I appreciate that they gave us the payoff of him like hooking up with Tasha because that's what everyone wanted. Really? 
Is that what the internet streets are saying? That's what everyone wanted. The entire world wanted him to hook up with Tasha. Everybody wanted him. Everyone wants. Trust me. Okay, every man. Every man wanted him to (laughs) hook up with Tasha. So that was a payoff for us. You know, thank you, Issa, for for looking out for your male viewers. She was looking out for us. She said, "I'm going to give the men what they want. We going we going to turn that L." Into a W. He's no longer Lawrence. He's Warren. That's what I'm going to give them. And she gave him that W. And he needed that W. Okay. All right. I'm glad you uh, expressed your your thoughts about that. Yeah, I don't think I I don't think he's wrong. Like I'm it, not necessarily mad at it. I just I I didn't need that part. So did you did you not need to like actually see it or did you need not, is, it, is, is, is it your problem that you saw or the fact that like you know at some point they explained to us that he got with Tasha like right. if, they, if they would just showed him like walk, knocking on a door and then walking into her apartment is that the same to you as seeing it or you just didn't want to see the actual act what was it uh yeah I didn't need to see that. If so, they would you, have showed him, like, either, like, walking out of their apartment, like, calling Tasha or knocking on Tasha's door. Like, right, okay. Then that would have been enough. But I didn't even need those things either. So, so, so basically, then, so you just didn't want to know. So, that's It's that's not what that saying. I didn't want to know. I just... You didn't want to know just, what happened to... You didn't want to know what happened to Lawrence after. You just... All you needed was for him I, to I, leave. You know, honestly, like, I, I could have just waited until next season to see. Like, all I know is that he left and that ended the relationship and that was, like... Woo, enough, you know, because I, I didn't expect that. I really thought he would be there. I kind of thought they, he would be there. They set you up because they put they, the keys on the counter. But see, here's a continuity problem with that, see? Because she walked in, right? And yeah, she saw his keys. keys on the counter. She's thinking, oh, he's home. He left his yeah. keys there. But he wasn't there. He left. And he left that Best Buy shirt just hanging in the closet, just just mocking uh. him. It's like, <laughs> I'm, I'm no longer at Best Buy. But anyway, but... If he left the keys on the counter, how did he lock the door? How did he lock the door? Maybe he has a, you know, some, how do you, door, some doors have the, the thing. Maybe. Our, our hostel had the little, you know, the knob that you turn and you okay. can lock it. Okay, yeah. maybe. Yeah, maybe that's the that's the but case. But in that neighborhood? Maybe. With the, with the, with the blood living down, downstairs from you? You know what I'm saying? Maybe it's a lot safer than we think. Psh, not with that blood around. <laughs> okay, maybe you know not. Maybe not. Okay, point taken. Right. So, yeah. Um. Anyway. Yeah. That was a lively discussion. Yeah, so, so basically <laughs> then... So what did you... Did you already talk about what you did not like about the show? No, I haven't really talked about what I liked and didn't like. I mean, I kind of touched on some things. But yeah. what I did like about the show, um, we talked about it a little bit earlier. But I liked the... I thought the show was very consistent. I appreciated each week it built on the week before. Um, so I did appreciate that. I felt like every week, you know, we came into it and I knew what was going on. I didn't feel like they jumped ahead and we missed something a la magicians but yeah the anyway, pacing was good pacing was really good um yeah i felt like it was on point and um i knew what was going on each week um what else did i like i liked the relationships we talked about that i liked the the, the dynamic between the friends um isa and molly and then all four of the girls their friends and um, yeah, I did not like the dynamic with Issa and her coworkers, but whatever. Um, 
I thought those relationships were very realistic and very well done. And here was something, too, to note about the friends, which is funny, because you don't get, like, a lot of in-depth knowledge about each of the friends, right? Mm -hmm. But you get these clear-cut um, identities for each of them. And that actually was enough for me to feel like I knew them, which I feel like I don't think I've really seen that on some shows. Like, you don't... Like, it just made me think of, this is really random, but just how to get away with murder, which I, you know, I got through one, two... No, one season. One whole season and part of the second. Um, But the whole first season was really irritating to me because I felt like I didn't really even get, like, an identity, really, of all of them, like, clear-cut with all of them, a couple of them, but definitely not all of them. And you definitely didn't dive into, like their you know characters at Mm -hmm. all so but with this um and i'm sure there's tons of other shows that you you probably think of where you don't really get to know the characters and you don't you know you're just like what are the point of these people but this like everybody had their thing like kelly was kind of the wild crazy friend tiffany definitely the bougie one Issa was kind of like the reasonable one like i kind of dub her kind of the voice of reason and she's kind of the responsible one but she's kind of got this wild side to her then you got molly you know who's like the lawyer and she you know but she has this like this identity of having it together on the outside, but definitely not having it together on right. the inside. There's definitely a duality with, with Molly. Right, yeah. So, like, I like that you could kind of identify each person on the show. You got, like, an idea of who they were, even though you didn't get this, like, back. Wait, we don't know any background about anybody, but you know who they are. And I thought that was well done because it was, you know, a short right. season and, and that's, you can't go into depth about everybody. And that's the thing like you have to do when you're creating art that's, uh, you know, movies or television where and, you know, that's one of the, like, one of the principles they teach you in, like, screenwriting uh-huh. I've learned is, like, you know, show me, don't tell me. Right. You know, and you have to show who these characters yeah. are. Same thing don't, with writing. Right, yeah, yeah. You don't have, like, an information dump where Molly, like, or Issa would look at the camera, break the fourth wall, and say, "Yeah, that's my friend uh, Tiffany. She's very bougie. Mm-hmm. She, you know, she, tell us about it, right? right yeah. She was part of this group right here, and you know, she works as an accountant at this Fortune 500. Like, you don't need someone to do that. Like, mm-hmm. you're supposed to show it, and you got that from the characters, from their interactions, mm-hmm. from the little nuances, from." how they treated each other. Right. And that was, yeah, you're right. That was good. The personalities were really strong where you didn't need that background, you know, this background, like who, where they came from, who they went, whatever. You got it from the personality. So that was really good. Um, so yeah, those were like the main things I loved about the show. As far as dislikes um, brought up, you know, just some of the little s- typical things that you see on TV shows. Like I said, like the whole... Uh, Issa and Molly, you know, kind of issue where they, you know, Issa tells her how she really feels about like Molly needing therapy and her whole man situation and Molly going, you know, crazy about it. So that was very, you know, stereotypical to me. Um, Oh, another thing I had um, talked about too, along that same, or not talked about, but I actually wrote this down was about Molly's troubles with men. Um... Yeah, I mean, I kind of felt that was a little bit stereotypical. Like, I feel like I've seen that. Yeah. You know, like, the friend who has problems dating. Eh, you know, I mean, it was good It was good for the show. You know, whatever. But you've seen that before. You've right. seen the friend who 
who can't get a man. Right. Okay. We've seen that. And more so movies because we haven't really seen this on black TV shows, but definitely in black movies, you know, there's always a friend who, you know, is dating and can't get it together. Um, And then, yeah, I just thought um, those things didn't really help the show, but you know, whatever it was what it was and then I just mentioned Issa's job <laughs> like I hated her job because I just really hated her co-workers but um other than that I didn't have any big dislikes I mean I really overall liked the show and um yeah no show was going to be perfect there are going to be flaws but I really enjoyed you know the show I really look forward to the second season okay any other things that you like dislike that we didn't talk about oh i mentioned before i liked jared liked his character he seemed like he was a, a good guy and mm-hmm. you know I, I felt like he he acted as if someone would really act in that situation we're dealing with some you know dealing with a, a, a woman who you know dissed him and going back and forth yeah um <laughs> I, like i mentioned before i liked the theme and lawrence and and isa when you know he she told him or confessed that she slept with a Daniel. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I liked. Um, what else did I like? I mean, I liked. I guess I liked the the vibe overall of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, was very good. We didn't. We haven't mentioned it, but the music was really good. Oh, the music was great. And yeah, you could think you could thank uh, Solange for that. Can thank her for that. And uh, <laughs> Solange and someone else, I don't know their name, but they were like the music supervisor, so they're responsible for picking. Uh, the music that played as the soundtrack to the episodes. Um, so the music is really good. Um, and what else uh, I like about this show? I liked, you know, I liked that there was the payoff with Lawrence. Like, <laughs> I, I'll be honest, like, I liked how, because you, you, in this show, even though Issa is you know, ostensibly the, the, the star of the show, the protagonist, yeah, and but there wasn't, you know, there weren't many people on the show where you say they were really, really likable, you know, because they all, you know, they all had things about them, things they did that, that you didn't like. You know, like I said, I like Jared. So for Lawrence, for me, it was like rooting for him. You know, it's yeah, like, yeah, you know yeah. what, like, dude, we, we saw what she did with Daniel on that studio floor. Like, mm-hmm. she was into it. She was getting it in. Even before then, she was fantasizing about Daniel in the mirror of the bathroom. You know what <laughs> yeah, I'm saying? Right. So it's like, so seeing all that and knowing that as a viewer, it's like, yo, I want to see Lawrence get a, get a win out of this. So basically, for him hooking up with Tasha and them showing us him hooking up with mm-hmm. Tasha, to me, that was a good payoff for me as a viewer. Because I'm like, <laughs> yeah, son. Like I got up, well, actually I didn't, but in my head, <laughs> when that happened, I was I, like, you didn't get yeah, up. Yeah, I didn't get up. But in my head, I was thinking, yo, man, let me get up and start doing a jit on the floor. Like jit, jit, jit. Oh, I, was, I I was so happy for Lawrence. Like that was like That's a man thing, I'm that sure. That is a man thing, yes. Yeah. And you know, and I'll sure, be the, many men uh, I will readily I will readily admit it. Yes, because he got a win out of this situation. Now who knows how it's gonna turn out. We don't know what's gonna happen <laughs> next year. <laughs> Yeah. You know, and that's something like, yeah, I wanted to talk about. Like, what what are your predictions for like next <sighs> next season? It has been renewed despite yeah. having, you know, low relatively low ratings, but I'm glad that HBO put uh you know has the faith in the show because 
Because quite frankly, HBO has put on much worse shows. And, you know, yeah. I mean, they had shows like Vinyl. Like, they have shows they spent, like, oh, yeah. you know, $10 million on, you know, the first episode and $40 million on, like, three episodes and stuff like Vinyl and all these other shows that flopped. And it's, you know what? Give, uh, give Insecure a, a second season. You know, it mm-hmm. has a... A unique new voice that needs to be heard, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure it's a lot cheaper than their other programming. Yeah, it doesn't I mean, seem like, like they're, they're it all was... for the most part, they're all <laughs> unknowns. When the biggest, like, biggest, you know, actor or performer on your show is like Amanda Seals, you know that like it's going to be a, a show that has doesn't have much star talent. Yeah. So it's like, you know, it's cheap. It's definitely cheaper than that divorce show with you know Sarah Jessica Parker and mm, Hayden and Hayden. Christian, what is his name? Christian Hayden Church, Ch- Church, whatever yeah, that is. Thomas Hayden Church. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, with him, like you know, that that costs a grip of money, especially why? Because it's because uh, Sarah Jessica Parker's salary. Oh, her salary. <laughs> yeah, like, Sex in the City. I'm like, dude. they're not doing anything. They're just in a house. Yeah, you know, they're paying her a lot of money oh, for yeah, that show. I'm sure she has executive producer credits as well. Mm-hmm. So you know, like even though the ratings aren't that great for Insecure, considering I'm sure it's a relatively cheap show to produce, I'm happy that they renewed it for a second season. Yeah. So that said, like I don't know what to expect. Like you know, they. Lawrence might not even hook up, you know, might even break up with that girl. Maybe it was a one night thing. Maybe he goes back to to Issa. Maybe maybe Lawrence isn't even on the show next season. Maybe like they take the show in another direction where he's like maybe a recurring you know, recurring actor where yeah. you know they don't show him for like the first six episodes because mm-hmm. they they had truly broken up. Yeah. And like he pops up later on. Like yeah. who knows what's gonna happen. Yeah, you know, it would be interesting to see this show just jump ahead a couple years. Because I think at the end of this, you could. I, I don't want to see that. I want to see how this plays out. Like, I don't want... Well, I mean, if you if you want to be realistic, like, it would be jump ahead a year where they haven't... They didn't get back together. They haven't talked. That's real. That's real life. You break up with somebody, like... Well, yeah. I mean, I don't think I've ever, like, continued any kind of friendship with any ex of mine. It's gone... I've gone years without ever talking to anybody. I think that's realistic. And she could still be working at the job, whatever. That's real. Like, jump ahead a year. She's still working at the job, whatever. Or maybe she got a promotion at her job. But, like, they haven't talked in a year. Like, why not? Like, it doesn't have to mean the show changes completely because they jump ahead a year. They just want you to know that, like, these two really broke up and they haven't talked. It's I don't over. Know. I, don't know. I mean, that's, to me, that's a device that's overly used in television. So yeah, I don't, I I don't like true. that. So, I mean, I'd rather them... I rather them. I mean, deal do you want to be what? Six, it has to be some time. Well, yeah. When I, you come back, it, yeah, it can be some time. But I mean, I rather, I rather it be closer in time to the to the events of the season finale because I want to see like what is the the true fallout uh, fallout of that. I mean, although all we have is like she's sitting on the couch couch on the curb crying, and then Lawrence is with Homegirl, but then we still don't have any like, you know really resolution with what's going on with Molly and her dating like I want to I want to see it like if it jumps ahead I wanted to jump ahead like a month you know I don't want it to jump ahead six months or a year because I I, I want to continue what's going on with this because to me it's kind of like it, it, it kind of ignores what just happened in, in a way if you jump ahead like that when you do a time jump in, in my in my opinion like I don't know it's, I, I'm just not a fan of it. I mean I can't articulate why I'm not a fan of it is just that I'm never that excited when there is a time jump. Because sometimes I just feel like it's a, 
it's a a crutch and indicative of lazy writing sometimes when you do time jumps like that where you can't create the interest and can't create the tension you know naturally you have to do that well we're just going to jump ahead a year and then like start fresh and just you know fill in the fill in the blanks later where what happened in that past year i've never been a fan of that well the only way I, the reason i say that too because they honestly in my opinion kind of tied up everything they broke up um what's her face molly isn't with, with anybody like her situations all yeah, yeah. cleanly so i mean they were the only two that were really going through anything everybody else is just supporting yeah i mean I don't, i'm just not a fan of it i mean if you if you want to see it fine i mean we, we'll we'll find out next year we'll find out yeah but i i don't have any other like real predictions of what could i have no idea what could even happen what would i want to happen um honestly like um i don't need them to get back together i don't need her and lawrence to get back together oh yeah no man not with tasha there She's not even a factor. She's not the reason why I'm saying that. And she and he doesn't need to be with her, honestly. Because that's just like a one night thing. How do you know it's a one night thing? That's what that's the point I was trying to make earlier. You don't know if it's a one night he's thing. Honestly upset about what has happened with right. him yes. and Issa. Yes. And it seems like a rebound. But, Sorry. See, but see, here's the thing. Like, it was a rebound. He could have rebounded with the shoe model, but he didn't. He rebounded with someone he already had a connection with. He rebounded with someone who gave him that positive affirmation that he was looking for. Someone who, who you know, you know, rub him on his back and tell him, baby, it'll be okay. Like, that's what he was looking for, and he found it in her. So I don't think she, she is technically a rebound chick, but rebounds can You're turn... You're saying she is technically a rebound. She's a rebound in the sense that, like, yeah, they've only been broken up for, like, you know, they... they... <laughs> a day. <laughs> well... <laughs> Come on now, son! But, but the point is, like, she's the very next thing, and he jumps right into it. So, in that respect, <laughs> she's a rebound chick, but on the other hand, a rebound chick can turn into... A long-term girlfriend as well you know a rebound relationship I can turn you, into all right look what? sure yes you're yes. right but my predictions because this is my prediction okay. you can predict whatever yeah, you want make to your prediction. i don't think he's gonna be with tasha i think he's gonna be like i need to focus i think he's gonna like not be with her because he wants to focus on his business and his his app and stuff i think he's gonna be like yeah i really don't man he's gonna be sitting up there at the kitchen table working on that app Tasha is going to be wearing a robe in the kitchen, making some breakfast for the both of them, letting him know that she's going to get off work at five, and then later they're going to go to the movie. That is what that relationship is going to be, and that man is going to be the happiest man in if Los Angeles. If that were going to happen, then the, exactly why they need a time jump. You're going to have to jump ahead at least three to five months for that situation to make sense. For them to come back the first episode and have him sitting at the table I, working on the computer. Said, I, that's, I, I want to see three you, months I'll, ahead. I'll give you one month. In one month. Because <laughs> look, you know he making good money at this job. Okay, and? At this startup. So, and? What does that have to do with anything? He could what does get that have to do with their relationship? He could get his own place. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She's going to be like, yo, you got your own place. That's nice. Yo, let me come through tonight. And then she, pretty uh, she the type that's gonna be like, you can live with me until you find a place. That's what's gonna happen. And that's how good she is. That's why she's a good woman. I don't know why you're so for Tasha. 
I don't know why you're so for Tasha. It's actually making me question you right now. <laughs> make, make, what, what, what is it making you question? I don't know. Why are you so into Tasha? <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Tasha, was a, Tasha was a good woman. Now she may why turn is out, she a good woman? Because she was she was giving that positive reinforcement, man. She's she just trying to get in his pants. Was she always trying to get in his pants? Was she just being nice to a, a customer that came in to no, cash his appointment? Trying to get in his pants. Come on, don't be so oblivious. Oh, I forgot. Guys don't know. <laughs> now you're like <laughs> now you're like, oh. <laughs> Regardless if she was trying to get in his pants, she she gave him what he wanted. Like even if it, it it doesn't matter. Like at that point, they were both, they both got what they were looking for at sure, that moment. Sure, of course. So who's to say that can't continue? It might not continue, but who's to say that it can't? It could. It could. I don't think it will though. No, and you don't think it will because they want to. I, I would assume they want to keep you know Jay Ellis on the show and they want to keep this Issa and him Lawrence thing going back and forth. forth. Yeah, so obviously right. I don't think it would happen. Yeah, I mean they can get together and then like they're walking down the street and they see he sees Issa. That that would be very typical, but that will happen if that if they keep her, him and her together, him and Tasha together. Then it will totally be like, oh, they'll be out one day, and Lisa will. But then, what if it turns? What if Lisa will be all insecure? Like, oh my god! But what if they? Yeah, but then what if eventually they flip it though, where, (laughs) you know, like kind of like a Seinfeld situation where before Seinfeld started, it was established that Jerry and Elaine dated. Yeah, right. And then they broke up, but they remained friends. So what if they flip it and turns into like? They turn Lawrence and Issa actually turn out to end up being friends past this. That would be really interesting, right? Because then again, he'll he'll still be on the show, but now it's like the focus has shifted away from him and her Uh to like maybe you know them as as a relationship, but to more so to okay, now she's moving on with you know she's got her other stuff that she's dealing with or her life, and maybe there's a new man that she comes along with, or Mm -hmm. maybe something else happens. So maybe they become. You know, friends, and then you can still, you know, do stuff with his character and his, you know, his work relationships, his relationship with Tasha, if there is one. So, yeah, there could be a lot of things that happen. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see. Yeah. Well, sir, do you have any final thoughts? No, I have, I have no more. No f- final no thoughts. No final thoughts. I think we've uh, talked it all out. <laughs> um, it's getting kind of late, so we should probably wrap this up. Yep. And, um, yeah, I hope everyone enjoyed our little recap. Um, and presumably you, you've seen Insecure <laughs> by mm-hmm. this point rather than like get spoiled by it. Mm-hmm. But um, in, in the off chance that you haven't seen it, we suggest you check it out on HBO. Very good. And you can catch it on HBO Go streaming or HBO Now uh, on demand. You, you Check it out. It's a good show. Mm-hmm. Um, just part of the so-called, you know, black television renaissance that's kind of going on now with, you know, this show and uh, Atlanta and, mm-hmm. you know, think about the, 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 the black shows on Fox with, you know, Rosewood and Lethal Weapon and Empire and, you know, Scandal, How to Get Away with Murders. Like this, you know, some black, black-ish. black television, blackish. Mm-hmm. So there's, yeah, there's a little mini renaissance of black television shows. It's very but refreshing. It's, yeah, it's very refreshing. So, um, yeah, I enjoyed the show and look forward to season two. All right, as do I. Well, that's it. We'll uh, see you guys next time. Thanks for listening. Bye.